Yo, what up? This is your boy Checo. This is your boy Noi. What up? And this is Compas Unfiltered. Thank you guys for listening, for watching. Make sure you guys follow all of our social media. Subscribe and like. And make sure you go rate us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Make sure you drop a comment on YouTube. Uh, like and subscribe. Yes, sir. Enjoy the episode. Episode 121. We back at it, bro. We back at it, bro. Uh, quick shout out before I start and introduce uh, our guest today. Um, shout out to the Suarez brothers, Joel and Christian. I saw you guys at Cantarito Guzman this past Sunday. I highly recommend for anyone uh, who's in the area and, and wants to go uh, do experience the whole Cantarito thing. It's uh, similar to what they do in Amatitan, Jalisco with the uh, big Cantarito Cerguero. Uh-huh. It's dope. It's free. Uh, 20 bucks for the parking. That's it. And then un tenía pagar los tragos o lo que sea que está dentro. But other than that, it is a dope experience. You got like two bandas, two tamborazos, and they'll have like an orteño or two. Shout out to Aguacate. Shout out to Carlos. Uh, compa Jesse. I saw Jesse out there as well. See si, Compa Fry? Fry wasn't there, bro. No, no He's not about the tanto. rancho life. Neither was Bart, bro. Bar Bart wasn't there, but Compa Entertainment was, so shout out to uh, Compa's Entertainment. Uh, yeah, Bart wasn't out there, bro. He, uh, I guess Carlos said he never makes it out, so. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Whenever he goes out there, you got to make it out there too, bro. I'm going to make it out there soon, bro. We have before, to. Because I feel like the summer's yeah, on the way out, Compa. For sure. So we got to make it out there when it's nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. And then there was also somebody else who kind of said what's up to me. I don't know if it was pod related or if it was a Cristalera, bro. But uh, if you do listen to a pod, shout out to you, compa. I didn't get your name. You just kind of passed by and like said, what's up? So I don't know. If, maybe it was nobody. <laughs> they probably I, they probably thought it was somebody else and shit. Oh, shit. Wrong person. Like, nah. Wrong person. Shout out to everybody that supports and listens, man. Keep cl- uh, clicking the subscribe button, the follow button, like our shit on TikTok, Snapchat, and, and all social media platforms. Follow the new pod. Yeah, follow the new pod fam. The pod fam podcast. We're on YouTube. We sh- by the time this releases, we should be like on uh, Apple Podcasts. Right now, we're on Spotify, Amazon, and Google Podcasts. So make sure you guys follow the Pod Fam, follow the socials uh, in the YouTube channel. We drop once a month, and hopefully more. Spotify, todo el pedo. Yes, sir. Now our guest today drove like ten hours to get here, bro. <laughs> our first guest out of town. Yeah, it is our first guest out of town. Right? Out of town, From bro. Out of town. That's wild. It's funny but, that you say 10 hours, though, bro, because if you add them up, you're close, bro. It is. Yeah, right? Casi, casi. Oh, yeah. On the way there, on the way back, that's 10 hours. That is wild. That is wild. So, Danny or Danny? Either or. Either or. <laughs> Welcome to Compass Unfiltered. Welcome to Compass Unfiltered. Muchas gracias. I'm very happy to be here. Wow. We appreciate you yeah, driving pretty, yeah, that's wild. all the way out here. Still, to this day, right yeah. now, at this moment, I'm like, holy <laughs> shit, she drove from all the way over there. Not better. Welcome. Welcome to Compass Unfiltered. Are you heading back tonight? No, I actually, um, from here, I'm going to go to Chicago (laughs) and then stay here because I left work early in the morning, you know, that's going to say a little bit, and then I headed over here. So I got to sleep a little bit and then I'm going to head back in the morning. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. That's that's the way to do it, too. I'm I'm always kind of like when I drive at night, because there's like a lot of deer, no? On your way over. Didn't you hear the deer, Compass? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I see. I ain't trying to do that, bro. Yeah. I mean, I don't like driving at night either, bro. No, especially like going out there because it's like all like um, rural. Uh, este, I was going to say, um, when we drove to Texas, bro, we saw so many fucking deer. And that's dead why deer? it gets me fucking like. Oh, you on saw edge. them alive or dead? I think there was a couple dead. So the time that I went to Iowa and hit that deer, bro, at night, well, the deer hit me, whatever. 
um, on the way back, I told you, I think I, I said it, we counted like over 21 dead deer, dead deer? on the way back. You hit that many? No, wait, no matter oh, okay. no. <laughs> on the way back. I was like, I was damn, like, that forward didn't play. Nah, I was like, let's count them and shit. Because we kept seeing them, bro. And like, boom, boom, boom. Over 21, I think. Sheesh. I think it was 27. I just don't want to make it up. Damn. It was a lot, bro. That's a lot. You didn't see any on the way over here, right? No. Okay. There were a lot of cops, you. though. It's you did, you were seeing a lot, a lot of cops, yeah. Yes. <coughs> Como que es temporada, no? Yeah. And I was telling him, I was like, there wasn't really that much traffic. Pero se había mucha policía. There was like at least seven. Are you a speed limit type of person or like you 80, 90? I'm not, but this time I was because I was like, I got to make sure I get there, you know? But yeah, como the last hour before I got here, then I was just like fully going 80, 90, just making sure there was no cops around the corner or anything. Yeah. yeah. But you're typically speeder? Yes. Damn. You? No. You're not? I've learned my lesson. Yeah, <laughs> I learned my lesson. Yeah, no, I I typically do. And my shout out to my uh, compadre Cam. He's gonna be talking shit. He's like, man, you drive like a grandma. My nephew once told me that. He's like, he's like, I heard you drive like a grandma. I'm like, yeah. Well, now I do. I'm like, after so many fucking speeding tickets. Yeah. So yeah. I'm, I'm a speed limit type person. I think you so. Too. Yeah, I think I'm. It's like mean, five over, five ten over. Yeah, seventy five, seventy five. Maybe I'll push eighty. You know. De vez en cuando en tramitos, I'll step on it a little bit playing around. But for the most part, I'll do 75, mm -hmm. 80. 75, 80. Yeah. yeah. And then there was a cop that was behind <clears throat> me. In, yo venía en el celular, because I was like oh, putting in the shit. GPS. Pero yo venía on like the, like donde si le puedes poner más velocidad, right? Y I didn't even know that he was behind me until like I kind of glanced up. Y vi como like that it was a cop. Oh. And I was like, oh my God. So yeah, I was like. I'm just going to switch lanes. Y ya se fue más delante. He left. Yeah. But I definitely slowed it down. I got off my phone. So. Yeah, yeah it's tough out there, man. Yes. Yeah, I, I was like, no I cannot. <laughs> and it gets kind of crazy, though, when you get a ticket, like, outside of state, too, no? Mm -hmm. Like, you got to. Do you have to show up to court or something? Some places you do, bro. So, you, they, they kind of make you drive over there. I'm not with that. Yeah, no. So, I try to. Yeah, I try to keep it speed level. Bro, that happened to us once. At, um, we're on, for the band. We went to Detroit, and Adolfo was uh, driving, and he was, like, on this cop's ass, bro. Like, I guess he was just nervous. Like, he just, he didn't know how to slow down. I'm like, slow the fuck down, bro. Slow down, slow down. And he was like, he just wasn't listening to me. He was stuck. And, like, he was stuck. And next thing you know, the cop goes to the next lane, you know, and pulls back and then gets behind us and pulls us over. And, uh, yeah, he, they arrested him, took him in. Oh, he didn't have a license. He didn't have a license. Didn't have a license. I yeah. remember that. I, yeah. He didn't have a license. So we had to uh, use our gig money, bro, to get him out. Damn. So all of our gig money, like, just to get him out. And then I think he had to go back for court still. To Detroit. Yeah. That's wild. I, I knew something like that. And I was like, damn. So that's not fun, man. No. That is definitely not fun. I think if you want to, like, for him, it's a different situation. But I think if you want to fight the ticket or something, or maybe they do tell you, like, you do have to present yourself in court for this, you know? Probably. Maybe if you're going a crazy amount over, you know? Right. Because I think after a certain amount, I think it's like felony, no? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See that? See. That's going to be a ridiculous amount, too, no? Because don't they bar you from driving? Well, you the license and then you get barred, right? I don't know. I just think after a certain speed limit, it's considered like um, something endangerment or some mm -hmm. shit. I don't know. Yeah. I, I hate that. I, I know what you're talking about. to it. <laughs> we're just we're just saying shit. No, nah, but ain't I ain't even true. Somebody will fact check us. Fool. They always do. They always do. 
Um, so again, thank you for coming out for, and um, thank you for reaching out. I believe the time that we talked, we had just dropped an episode. Shout out to Abner and uh, the number one critic. Um, they had came out and they were talking about child trafficking. And I think that's when you had messaged us mm -hmm. about child trafficking. You had, you had done like a paper on it and, and whatnot. And, uh, and now with this movie that came out, it was like perfect timing. We got, we got to have you on with, uh, with this whole, um, child trafficking thing that's going, not that's going on, right? It, just because of the movie, it's being brought to light, I guess, or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, what was that uh, that you did for, for was it, you said it was like a paper, right? You did like something for school? Yeah. So when I was in college, they had us do a bunch, because I had to do sociology, psychology, and composition. So you had to, you know, re really research everything that like you were going to be writing about. And with part of that research, um, I guess, you know, like when you like look for something on the internet and then you kind of go down like a loophole. A rabbit hole? Yeah. Y luego pues yo, I think I had just given birth to Ben. So like when you first have a kid, it's like everything is just like scary, you know? Y I think that's when um, back in Iowa in Altoona, there was a certain case where like a child was trying to get abducted by somebody within the store. Y una persona like reconoció que el niño was with the mom at that point. So when that person saw like, hey, this child was not with them with this person. It was with his mom. That's when like the red flag started going up. And thankfully they did get the child back to its mom. But after hearing that story, it's like everything kind of for me and my head kind of just clicked together. And I was like, I kind of really do want to like research this. And I feel like now things are coming to light. Whereas like back then, a couple years ago, five years ago, um, when I did this paper for school, that's when like you didn't really hear about things as much as you are right now, especially with this movie. Si sabes que pasaba, but you didn't, I mean, now we kind of have numbers. Back then, you really didn't know, like, how often, how easy, or, like, especially, like, it doesn't happen just in the nighttime. It happens in the daytime, too. Yeah. So now we're, like, more aware of these situations. Yeah, especially with this whole, like, Epstein thing, right? Yep. Epstein and the whole island thing, and then, like, now this movie. Mm -hmm. um, it's it's nuts, man. It's nuts. And I know, uh, I believe, if I remember correctly, you were saying about, like, it's child, like, or human trafficking in general. And, like, the porn industry kind of go hand in hand, right? Yes, absolutely. And that's wild. Yep. Like, to me. Yeah. Uh, and um, when I was telling my friends, they're like, well, what are you going to go talk about? And I was like, oh, about, like, how child and human trafficking really do pay into like the porn industry and they're like what like when you think about these two um topics you don't really think that they go hand in hand right, right, right. like piensas que son dos cosas diferentes pero o sea no lo son not everything that you see on whatever sites people are visiting um are professionally made like there's times that you can absolutely tell like hey this is amateur and this is completely professional but can you really tell, like, does is this person really there because they want to be or because they're being forced to be there? Right. Right? And I think at the time where you had mentioned that um, Pornhub, like, th there was some kind of, like, lawsuit or something like yeah. that that I had seen. It was, like, like, a headline where, like, they I think they, like, took down the site, but then they had to, like, remove a bunch of videos. Mm -hmm. I didn't do my research uh, and read up on it, but I think. I think you did tell me something about it. Like, oh, like this is kind of the reason why because of human trafficking or mm -hmm. whatever. Like some of these videos, like um, there are people being forced into this. Like it's not, like you said, professionally made or anything like that, mm -hmm. which I was like, damn, that's fucking crazy. You know, I had never thought about it until he said it. You know, I was like, damn. Yeah, that's crazy. Because you never really know like what you you know what you're watching, but you don't really know like. Is this person here because they want to be? Is this voluntary? Are they making money or are people making money off of them? 
Right. Right? Like, una cosa es that you're going to be an actress. Otra cosa es que te tengan ahí. You know? Like, mm-hmm. you, you never really know, which is why people really do need to be um, intentional about what they're doing and about, like, what we're consumers of, of anything. You know, vas a la tienda, compras algo, you're a consumer. You go and watch a movie, you're a consumer. When you go and you watch these types of things, you're essentially a consumer. You're paying into that. And I know that some of these sites, the way that, like, they get paid is off of views. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we're all adults. Let's get real here. When you go and you log on to a site, how often than not do you not see young, teen, or petite? Why? Because children are younger. They're t- around the teen age. And they're smaller frame than, like, other people might be, right? And unfortunately, those are the videos that get the most views. Just sickening, kind of crazy. It is. Why yeah. this gay? Um, like when I was talking to a friend about it, he was like, being real. Like he's like, there's times that like you, it says teen, but also bien chiquitas, also bien chiquitas. Like you don't really know. Like I mean, on there, they're not gonna prove an age to you. You're just kind of kind of you're gonna take like what they're saying. But is it actually a teen, or is it someone that's like below the eighteen um limit? Right. Which is why I'm saying you have to be very intentional with what we're consuming. Because we are paying into this profit, this problem. Yeah. And some of the research that you did, um, and I want to bring this like because of the movie, because they, they talk about like, um, if, if I don't know, you haven't seen the movie, I'm going to fucking kill it for some of these people out here. But <laughs> the, the movie was where it was like they had like a beauty uh not a pageant, right? It was like a, I don't know, like a screening yeah. or what do you want? What, I don't know what you call como it. Como que iba a ser modelo. Sí, pues sí, yeah. como, not a beauty pageant, but a... Screening? Like, like a, like a model know. agency. Session? Like a photo yeah. session type photo of thing? Photo session to be a model or a And then that's how they got all these kids, you know? Um, now, obviously, this this is not what happens. Like, every single time, this is the only way it happens. There's obviously other ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, you yourself, you just said something about, uh, like, you know, this girl that almost got abducted. And it happens. We've seen it in in um, shoot. It just happened in what Elgin or whatever it was. Were yeah, they were the they uh, the sex ring? Yeah, you it know, was in like... Saint Charles, like King County. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they were able to find some other locations in Hannibal Park, um, Saint Charles, Elgin, and Chicago. So they were able to find you know mm-hmm. all those homes with people in them. Yeah. That were being sex trafficked, right? Yeah, a lot of girls, right? It was like a lot of girls. I don't know. How, I don't know the amount, but I know they found you know people in those in those places. I want to say it was like twenty, mm-hmm. like twenty. But there that's were a lot of people, bro. Yeah, that's a lot of people. Oh yeah, to being to being uh, to be held there against your will and to perform these acts and whatever, like fuck yeah, bro, that's just crazy. Yeah. What was some of the stuff that you looked into that um, besides the the porn um, that they kind of correlate? Um, so I think just yesterday, and I think I might have posted it on my Instagram story too. Um, they were talking about how like certain businesses, just because something is, there's like legal paperwork, like an LLC and stuff like that. So like, for example, a massage parlor, just because Dupian says, oh, it's a legitimate massage parlor. Your mind doesn't want to think beyond that. But there's been situations to where like, just because a business is illegal, doesn't mean that only legal activities are happening there. And so I was watching also um, on YouTube, there's also a documentary where like in a porn star is talking about how she was essentially being trafficked. So now it's not amateur or professional. It's how some of these people do 
do become like professional actresses because they've been trafficked. O sea, ya es el abuso que se acostumbran a estar así. You know? And then there also is a question where, like, because I was going through the comments and people are asking, well, if you knew, like, what was going on, like, por qué te quedabas or anything like that, that's when you have to think about, like, grooming. Grooming comes into question because cuando ya estás en eso, en ese ambiente, when you're art, like, when you're young, say, like, say you're young, you're, you're in the teens or whatever, and you're being molested, you're being abused, you're being raped, tú te vas acostumbrando a ese tipo de, like, de abuso, grooming, to where, like, you start thinking about yourself differently, like, you hear stories about how women become either hypersexual or not sexual at all. O sea, it's one way or the other, right? Porque, based on the traumas. Based on the traumas. And then aside from that, it's like, what, like, what follows on after that? Unhealthy relationships, they... Buscas a alguien que no te va a tratar bien because you think in your mind that that's what you're worth at that point, right? Mm -hmm. Because you experience all of these things that you don't know anything different. Mm -hmm. So it's not a question of like, why did you stay or why didn't you just leave? It's really not that simple. Anybody who has been abused or been through anything like that, se te queda y te cambia. Like psychologically, it's proven when you go through abuse, your brain is a computer. Your brain rewires itself. How many times do we not hear, well, why are you like this? Why do you think like this? Because your brain rewires itself. No vas a pensar igual of one situation to another situation. As much, like, think about when someone comes from, like, um, like, a loving home versus a home where, like, you were just raised on, like, how to survive. No, you're not going to look at a situation the same, right? Yeah. It's, I think things in society these days are super simplified to where it's nothing is really that simple when you really look at like the breakdown of absolutely everything and you research everything nothing is that simple you can't just say oh, ¿por qué te quedaste? oh in our culture especially as hispanics well it's your fault because you dress like this like you know like at a club or dancing right like there's always a judging it's always it. the judgment thing yeah I agree. In the um, in the movie, I, I don't know who I forgot his name, bro. But and I'm looking at you because I know you watched it as well. Uh, it's the other guy that was also trying to help where they went to uh, when, when they were in Colombia. Was it the dude that was uh, part of the cartel, like money laundering for the cartel, the accountant, or, um, or the other guy? The other guy that was gonna that that was helping. Um, I forgot his name, but he says that he had bought. I mean, this is all a movie, right? Mm -hmm. So he had uh, bought into a prostitute and did whatever he did oh, yeah, yeah. and yeah, then it's the, same guy. it's the same guy yeah and then when he was like once everything was done you know finalizing he paid her then he realized that she was like 14 or something like it yeah, was, like she was she just very young up, yeah and he was like what the fuck like but she almost kind of did it with a smile but it's kind of like how you're saying like if you're being probably since you were young and this is all you're used to now it's like mm -hmm. you're being groomed right yeah and it's not that easy and especially i could just i mean i can't i don't want to imagine but where if you do get abducted and trafficked and whatever and it's like now you don't have family like who do you run to where do you go mm -hmm. like this is all you know and then this you have this guy who's probably telling you like well i'll keep you safe but you just got to keep doing this and that's where it's dangerous because if you think about it um a lot of people do really like People come from broken homes. That's some real shit. Am I allowed to cuss here? Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's some real shit. 
people do come from broken homes. Not everybody lives like very like with protective parents. Not everybody comes from like a two parent home. Was that? And there's been interviews with like child predators or with pimps and stuff. Well, porque te buscaste or anything like that? Because when people come from broken homes, like they especially look for father figures. Is this father figure gonna come and fuck me up if I do something to this kid? If not, like como que corren el riesgo, quieren hacer eso, right? Mm. Um, I don't remember the name of who this person. He's a child predator. Who he was. But o sea, le hicieron una entrevista, and oh, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you know what I'm talking, talking about. about. I don't know the they, name, but I know who you're talking about. They he, did an interview, and they were like asking him, like, "Well, why them?" Or like, "What would you like look for?" Anything like that? Yeah, like kind of like how yeah. to how do you become a successful sex predator? See, like what were your steps? Uh-huh. And yeah, like making sure that there wasn't a father figure, uh, making sure it was you know like a one parent home. Mm-hmm. Um, if they were religious, he'd stay away. You know, yeah. like if they were like Sunday Sunday churchgoers and stuff. So like this is how he would pick his victims. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Or también decía, if it's a if it's a single mom, mm. what would he do? You know, yeah. Habla con la mamá, like, oh well, you know, because the thing about single moms is like people think that they always want someone to like be there and take care of their kids, and that's why with me and my friends we talk about this. We're like, you can't just be bringing anybody around your kids porque no sabes las intenciones que van a tener con tus hijos, right? And so, like, that's one of the things that he said. Well, you know, you're there. You help the mom. Oh, you need help. You need this. You need that. Poco poquito se van acercando until that person, that mom, um, until she gives you her trust. And then with that, like, then she kind of starts opening, like, her home and the kids. And así pueden pasar muchas cosas. Then you, they groom them. Yeah, yeah. I, I know what you're talking about. Um, and only an older white guy. Yeah. yeah. He, I think he made it out of jail, right? And then that's when they interviewed him. Yeah. Yeah, Damn. you have to check that one out. It's one of the I, I know you listen to some of their the podcasts. De ese vato. Mm-hmm. It's in Spanish or it's a... no, it's an English one. I forgot his name. I'll look it up though. I'll send it to you. Yeah. I saw it on TikTok, but I know what you're talking about. I saw it popped up on TikTok and like mm-hmm. they were talking about that. So this is a this is a pod. It's not like it's like on Netflix or anything like that. Like a no, 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 it was a, it was okay. a podcast. Yeah, Damn. Yeah, it was a podcast. That must be tough too to interview someone like that absolutely yeah i'm sure man i'm sure once he's giving all the keys like on how he picked his victims yeah i want to fuck him up yeah. for real like he was pretty much given the blueprint but i always say if i ever go to jail <coughs> voluntarily no can be given voluntarily it's gonna be because something you know god forbid over my kids like that's where like that's where you really have to like protect especially in this society Porque nunca sabes las intenciones que alguien pueda tener with your kids. I don't even post my kids on my social media sometimes, you know? Unless it's like a close family circle, algo así. But aún así, a lot of the times when people are abused, it's also family. Yeah, they say most of the most time. Most of the time it's family, right? That's what they say. Yeah. So you said that you don't really post them that much, right? So... Or you try not to. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's also a thing, though, dude. Have you seen the TikToks where, or or a social media post, the uh, Instagram, where the person's like, "Oh, this person's challenging me to find who they are." Mm, yeah, that shit is wild too. And they bro. find them. And they find them. Yeah. They fucking find them, and they're like, "Oh, that's the same house. Okay, that's the pine tree. Okay, that verifies that. So mm-hmm. this is where you're at. This is your address. Boom, boom. You know." And it's like, when I see shit like that, bro, it kind of scares me, dude, because. Um, what do families do whenever their kids are going to school? Oh, stand right there by the door. Yeah. Shh. Y por eso siempre te dicen, no pongas 
la, like the school. Get first grade, get second grade. Sí, no and you're like, oh. I'm like, damn. Now they know that you live in this neighborhood. Now they know what school that kid belongs to. Mm -hmm. Okay, let's find the schedule or some shit. You know what yeah. I mean? And it's kind of scary, bro, because you see tons of people posting their kids, bro. Um, the beginning of the school year, end of the school year, like, oh, second grade, made it through, you know, going yeah. to first, whatever. Yeah. The, I'm like, hey, dude, how many pictures don't you see of your family or whoever, friends, doing it, you know? And um, whenever I see those TikToks come up like that and they find these people out of nowhere, it kind of scary. It's, a, it's it scary is. as hell. Yeah, but, I've seen okay. them. I've seen them. And I just thought it was wild. I mean, I didn't think about it like at the moment where it's like, oh, that's just scary. I just, because like the people that are like, oh, try to find me, the other trolls, you know? They're, they're, mm -hmm. whatever something's kind of like ah oh, they found your stupid oh, ass yeah yeah you, you, know? think you, you think but then you, you think about it in that way that you're saying but like you, yeah, yeah you think about the the bad people that are doing it the, exactly exactly then you're like oh damn am i setting myself up mm -hmm. and um it was on the news not that long ago también como una una noticia que, que también pasó like kind of educating the people on how to use social media and how, what not to do and one of the things was hey don't post your kids yeah. if you do You know, try to not post in places where you're going to be recognized or, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? También porque no sabes, like, you know, people can, like, take, I can take someone's kid's picture off the internet y las puedo vender a un site o algo That's así. That's what it was. They were, um, they were grabbing pictures from kids that weren't their kids and posting them. And, like, families were finding their kids in other, other posts or their profiles and they were selling these images or whatever, you know? So imagine, dude, I find my son on a different, with a different family, dude, on a different profile. I'm like, that's not your son, you know? Crazy, bro. That's wild. Bro. Crazy. Oh, that's, what the, that's what the news was. That, that oh, los venden about. adult sites también. Have y'all heard of that one? <coughs> no. I've never heard. They can take your kids' pictures and sell them to an online site so that some sort of fucking pedophile or something that finds your kid attractive can go and do whatever the fuck it is that he wants to do. That's crazy. That's why no, I'm, I'm saying not. be very purposeful with what you're doing. Yeah. And don't, like, you just have to be very careful with posting pictures of your kids. <clears throat> and it's not just, oh, no, las niñas. It's, it's boys it's, as well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, back to, like, the movie, I think um, it was, like, boys and girls, right, that they saved. Mm -hmm. But they're saying, like, that, like, the actual truth or the actual number it was mainly boys. I think that's what they were saying, like, for, god damn, I should have wrote all this shit down for the movie. Um, but, yeah, there was mainly boys, and the ages were, like, 15 to 17. So they were a little bit older, but still, regardless, yeah. you don't know if they got, you know, uh, kidnapped, uh, whatever, uh, back when they were, like, five, you know? Right. Yeah. But still, it's just sick. But, yeah, it's, it's a lot of boys, too, though. It's not just girls, like you said. You know, creo que from watching the trailer about the movie, they said that... Um, The life expectancy from, because like they also abuse not just babies, not just children or kids within that age yeah. frame. También son bebés. Yeah. And when they start off being abused from being a baby, the life expectancy is a los dos años. So from zero to two, that's the life expectancy that that child has up until two years of age because of the amount of abuse that they have to go through, that they're going through. So you know? once they, they usually so pass around two? Or what do you la mean mayoría by? de los niños no llegan no a llegan los dos, a dos años. They pass away. A los dos años, pocos logran um, sobrevivir. sobrevivir por tanto abuso que les están haciendo. They get abused, raped, everything, and not even, not even nourished properly, <coughs> of course, if so, anything. Yeah. 
Yeah. And there's something super sick that I found out that, like, I don't even know if I can. I don't want y'all to get flagged. (laughs) No. If I say it. Okay. But they would starve these babies because what do babies do? Oh, that's not. Yeah, that's messed up, man. I'm lost. To feed? To feed? What do baby? How do babies eat? They suck. So when you starve a baby, no. See, I did not. Yeah, you. Yeah, you going far, man. That shit. There's things, but that's what I'm saying. There's. These things make us very uncomfortable. I didn't know. I didn't know that. Where did you find that information? It's back when I was doing my paper. Oh snap. Like, if you really look into things, there's, like, books and everything, like, that you can go through. Yeah, I didn't... No, I've never heard anything like that. So, like, when I was watching the trailer, like, pocos son los niños que logran pasar los dos años because of the amount of abuse that they go through. I have a kid, and he is that age, and I look at him, and I'm like, there's absolutely no way. Yeah, we definitely got to be mindful and protective, and like you said, purposeful in what we post. Mm -hmm. Um... Your surroundings, donde estés, con quien estás, como te están mirando los niños, todo. Talking about that, that documentary, dude, that was on uh, Netflix, switching it up a little bit from the movie. There was a documentary on that kid that was a un hispano that was abused by, his, I think it was his stepdad and his mom, and then end up dying. That child service, Kelly. Yeah, yeah, child services kept going and like, yeah, and it, it slipped through the cracks, didn't do anything, ends up dying. These two people are in prison, but. Dude, I haven't had, you know, I haven't had the courage or the strength to watch that. Right. I think so. I believe so. Yeah. So, I believe so, yeah. Yeah. Did you watch the documentary? I did. So I haven't been able to stomach that. Like, the fact that, like, um, when it was on the news, well, you mm-hmm. got to kind of hear what they would do to this child, right? Yeah. Um, I cried. Y no, no he podido ver ese. Like, I don't want to put myself through that. I know I, it would bring me down to a level of like mm-hmm. I, I don't know if I can do it you know yeah these are kids that are going through this no I understand that's why we need to bear the heaviness of these types of conversations to be able to make a difference what do you th- what do you think you're doing different? Um, not just in for your children, but in general. Like right now, that you see, like a lot of the kidnappings that are happening. Okay, if they put a twenty on your windshield, then like don't touch it. Okay, fentanyl and all. Have mm-hmm. you been seeing that too? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 All over social media. All over social media. Is that people just hyping this shit up on social media, or you think it's really happening? No, I think it's actually like just right now. A little bit ago, when I was on my drive here, we, me and my friends, have a friend group, and he works for the union. So. The actual, like, union, I don't know if it's, like, the company or say, les mandaron una letra of, hey, even though it's hot outside, aunque les den una botella de agua, no se la, no la consuman. Because I guess there was a situation where two guys were given water and they ended up drinking it. One, one right now away. is in critical care. The other one passed away. Yep. You saw Because it? it had fentanyl. Damn. Who, and where was this at? Uh, I don't know. Do you want to pull it up? <laughs> You can. Yeah, you can. Yeah. So but it was like. I didn't uh, see that. Yeah, it was like for. They gave these to. Uh, they were flaggers. So they're working oh, construction. And they pass out on it. Like, oh, he is on some water. And, I mean. I mean, I probably would take it I too, probably honestly. I would take it too. Yeah, yeah. it's hot as fuck outside, you know. So, and yeah, and it was. They had fentanyl. What was the location? Um, oh, it says the Chicago suburbs. Oh, so yeah. it was here. Yeah, it was here. Oh, man. The one thing that I do. <clears throat> try to focus on too though is like whenever you go to a store and you park 
Like making sure you're not parked to a van with the sliding door and stuff yeah. like that. Van with no windows. And I tell my wife all the time, like, yo, man, make sure you know where you're parking. You know, like, be aware of where you're parking. Mm-hmm. And you hear a lot about those stories, bro, where it's like women going to grocery stores or whatever. And then they come out and they do see like a van next to the to their vehicle. But they also notice like some guy's been following them around and yeah. all that stuff. Like, that's wild, bro. Mm-hmm. But eh, but people are crazy, dude. I think it. I think it's happening more than we think. Um, and I think the problem here in the U.S. too, bro, is that we're always in a rush, you know? Hey, go run, and, go run real quick to the grocery store. And we, we need this. All right, bet. You're running to the grocery store on your phone or not even thinking and no yeah. te pones listo, you know? The phone. No te pones pilas. You know, hey, instead of, hey, let me, let me make sure I'm good, you know? Even if it's during the day because this shit is happening during the day. They try to snatch a baby at a Target during the day, you know? Yeah. And that happened here in, in, in Illinois too. See all the stuff that's going on, bro, that we hear of and that we actually see video of. And then this is why I don't get why the pushback on the movie from people from from media, from people who are like probably leftists, you know what I mean? They're they're yeah. you know, whatever on the left side of politics. I don't I don't get it because it's like they're like, well, it's not really true. That's not how it happens. I'm like, well, maybe not. Right. Maybe it's not a beauty, whatever photo shoot like every single time. Like, yeah, of course. Whatever. It's just a movie. You but know, shit like this does happen, though. Disney was not in support of this movie coming out. Yeah. Let that sink in. Yeah. They, they produce wanna... his movies for children. Supposedly. They'd want to protect them, you'd think. Right. Correct. You would want these things to be actually out and spoken about. And you should be supportive. Why? Because you make movies for children. Se supone que hacen cosas para niños. El apoyo debería de ser para y por los niños. Yeah. And they, they support not. a lot so of other like, things, like, though. And I guess there was... I haven't watched it, and I'm the type of person, like, if I go and put on a movie for my children, it's porque yo ya la vi y mire que en todo estuviera bien, right? But I guess... Um, have you guys watched or heard about the movie Cuties or something like that? I don't know if it's on Disney Plus or Netflix, algo así. So I guess we were saying about how, like, that movie is super inappropriate... But it's for children. No. So it's like there's shit being pushed on our kids, which is why it's like, uno se tiene que poner las pilas because we might not think about something like, oh, we might not catch something, but our kids definitely will. There's a lot of, Disney's been putting out a lot of movies with uh, the LGBTQ, you know, Mm -hmm. pro messages on there, Um, which I don't have anything against that. But I don't like that they're pushing it on children right. at an early age. So for for us, if we're watching a movie and then something come up, comes up with that, um, then we just take it off, you know? Mm-hmm. Or my wife will try to be ahead of the game like, oh, I, I'm, let me look it up first. See what it's about. Yeah. You know, and the last one that we saw, I want to say it was on Disney Plus and not Netflix, um, had something like that. And she's like, I thought that was it. And then we, we didn't end up watching it, you mm-hmm. know? We ended up cutting it off, bro, yeah. where the guy was like, had a crush on another guy, you know? And it's like a seven, well, for my kids, it was seven and, and four. I mean, they have no business seeing anything like that, bro. You know what I mean? Well, it's like you said, bro, you don't mind that it's on there, you know? Yeah, especially I don't if care it's like. They're pro. Right, right. Especially if it's like a rated R, PG 13, whatever, you know, movie. It's like, okay, well, whatever. But it's not made for kids, right? Yeah. yeah. But when you, it's on Disney, it's like, well, what the fuck is it doing on Disney, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and I, I mean, Look, for the parents that are way more open-minded about, you know, whatever, their kid's feeling a certain way or I identify or whatever, to them, it's probably, hey, this is good. This is progress. You know, I like that now my kid feels included, you know, 
they're yeah. being very inclusive. Maybe we're not seeing the other side of it, you know? Mm-hmm. But I'm not, you know, new school. I'm still thinking old school. I'm very old school minded and I'm I'm probably going to stick that way till I'm gone. You know what I mean? Like this is the way I was raised. You know what I mean? So when I see stuff like that, to me, I don't appreciate it because I feel like my kid is too young to know about that. I think I'm open enough to um, to where like this is a new society that like we're in. Porque antes, o sea, if y'all would have heard, if our parents if, and our grandparents would have heard about this stuff that's happening, o sea, they're like, oh, no, absolutely not. Because our culture is super taboo on certain things, right? But for me, it's like, it's still children. Mm-hmm. What age do we, or can we all agree all across the board that what this kid is feeling and identifying with is actually like what he's going to, for the rest of his life, identify with? Porque un niño... Yeah, we don't really know. Un, un niño te va a decir, oh, yo quiero ser esto, yo quiero ser lo otro. My kid, I want to be a worker like my dad because his dad is construction. I want to go do that. And then the next day, no, I want to be a cop. I want to be a firefighter. So you never really know porque son niños. Of course. So it's like, Shit, I get we what don't you're even saying. know as adults. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like I get what you're saying, but I don't think it's, I'm old school as or that. I just think it's simple as they're still kids and like, Mentally what age, not ready. What age can you really say this kid knows exactly what he wants? There's times we don't even know what the fuck we want and we're older. What we do know is that a movie will inspire you and you'll yes. want to be Spider-Man if Spider-Man's flying around. Yeah. So, you know so what I mean? Like, like, so it is going to plant a seed. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, to me, that's just the way I feel about I, it. I, I agree, bro. I mean, I just feel like I, exactly how you guys are saying. As kids, we do get influenced, right? Because we're, we're very young, you know? Like, we, we see a girl we like and she likes x you know well fuck i I like x now just to impress her or whatever the Mm -hmm. fuck well they oh well she's now into she only likes or she only wants to talk to people who are trans as a little kid you're probably like fuck it i'm trans too shit what's up you're like come talk to me you know that type of thing i could just see that you know like because we would do something like that so yeah i just don't agree with the whole kids things if and now you hear about schools trying to push on it as well like trying to offer like classes or whatever you know what it's cool. You have to have my permission, though. Like, as a parent, let me sign up my kid for it. If I don't want to sign up my kid for it, don't have him in there, you know? Mm-hmm. But it's like they're almost trying to force it, though. I don't agree with that. No, I do I think that. it could serve as, uh, like, it, okay, so do I feel like it could be educational for maybe a kid who does have somebody trans at home to further help them understand what that's like or understand that relative or whatever the case might be? I do feel like it could be educational, but I agree with what you're saying. If you have to ask for my permission to take my kid out of school, you damn well better ask permission to be pushing that onto my kid or bringing that topic up. Yeah. Porque los niños no saben, no piensan en esa manera. You know, I was telling Noe, I work with kids as well. The other day I had a little boy, tenía las uñas pintadas. And he was like, like he doesn't think about it as, this is going to make me girly. I'm a girl now or anything like that. He was just like, oh, my sister painted my nails. And I was like, oh, really? He's like, yeah. He And he's like the most boyish boy you will ever meet. O sea, le gusta encharcarse jugar con la tierra. So it's like, I feel like... The innocence things, was there. The innocence is still <laughs> definitely there to where I don't really feel all the way like los niños saben until we show them all of that. Does that make sense? So what do you think about that? Like the example that you just provided, right? The 
him as a boy didn't know like okay this is more like a girl thing right mm -hmm. for us we know that because yeah. mostly girls paint their nails right mm -hmm. do you feel like that was wrong that they were doing that or not not really like it didn't matter because he didn't know or does it still matter that should he have a father figure being like hey you probably shouldn't paint your nails that's more for girls um i just feel like it comes down to family dynamic y la, como sea la familia like some Parents might be more reserved, como nosotros, como hispanos, we're like, no, eso es para las niñas, you know, like, so I feel like every family is going to look at it differently. For me, I feel like if that happened to my kid, I'd be like, or if I had a daughter and she did that to one of my kids, I'd be like, maybe like, don't paint his nails, porque, you know. So you would kind like, of be like, hey. See, like me, porque, you know, I'd be like, no, like, maybe let's not do that. But I don't feel like for their parents it was an issue. Porque yeah. no lo miran así. There's parents that are more open than maybe what we might be. You know? Or maybe over, overthinking it like... Yeah. You know what I mean? Like maybe yeah. we're just overthinking it like it's not that big of a deal, bro. Like they did uh -huh. it for fun. Sí. Not because, oh, I identify or I feel or this is making me more girly or whatever, right. you know? The kid was probably just like, oh, that looks dope. Let me paint it, you know? Maybe. <laughs> o sea, I don't know. Oh, dang. Like you said, we do live like in a very fast-paced world to where like, I don't know if like the parents even knew about it, but yeah, like, the I kid feel didn't like have I would... an issue with it, but he wasn't all like, this is going to make me this or that. He was just like, I got my nails painted because my sister did it. Y ya chingo. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think I would probably be like, yeah, you're not doing that. Don't do that. You know? Yeah. For me, for my kids. Yeah. Um, I can see that, though, especially with the little kids. Because, I mean, I'm the one. I grew up with, with girls. You know, mm -hmm. I, don't, I, don't have a, I don't have a brother, you know, anything like that. And I wouldn't paint my nails, or, you know, or anything like that. But, like, my sisters had, like, a Barbie. Like, oh, well, we're playing Barbies and shit. Yeah, yeah but I feel like that's just but, normal growing up. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But I'm saying, like, the innocence is there. It's not like, you know, uh, yeah, so. Mm -hmm. I remember, um, oh, sorry. Go no, ahead. go ahead, go ahead, bro. It's funny because that's, it's a strong thing, though, that, that comes with, I don't know if it's just our Hispanic parents and the old school thinking and all that, but even when it, when it was, I would say, like, I like an artist, you know, my dad would be like, you like his music. Like, if it was a guy, you know, or he's like, he'd, he'd, and I vividly remember him correcting me, like, nah, don't say it like that, bro. You don't like him. You like his music. I'm like, damn, bro. Like, I didn't, I in the innocence that I wasn't thinking in that way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I was saying, I just that's what I was trying to say. Fool that I like his music. <laughs> you know what I mean? But my dad was like, no, you like his music. You don't say you like him. You know what I mean? I'm like, damn. But now I see it, and I'm like, damn, that's crazy that he was that intentional about that. Like, mm -hmm. not seeing my innocence of like, I'm just saying yeah. that I like his music, bro. Like. So would you do that? Would you try to correct? I think your kid I like have that? like told him, but maybe not in a as rough way, you know. But maybe like, oh, you like his music? Oh, okay, cool. More like agreeing with him. Oh, yeah, his music is good. I like his music too, or something. You know what I mean? But not try to correct him, like the way no, maybe because he, did. Does, he doesn't see it like that. He's just telling you that. So you do like you understand more, like not like I mean, not that your dad didn't, but you know. Yeah, I just feel like the way he did it was more like affirmando way like Simon. like yeah. harsher yeah and for me it's more like oh you like his music oh that's cool i like his music too or his music is, is cool you know and with parenting like there's things that our parents could have done to us that maybe like to us now that we think about it as adults now that we're parents we're like damn like that was mm -hmm. harsh they could have really went about this differently you know or as parents like we look at things now and you're like oh no like, i'm not gonna go with my kids porque 
a mí no me pareció, me gustó que mi mamá o anything like that treated me or talked to me like this, so I'm going to do it differently with my kids. Porque son cosas que uno se acuerda. Oh, you remember everything. I feel like everything comes back, even in a in a flash, you know? Yeah. Like something will happen and you'll be like, oh, hell no, that, I remember that. <laughs> like you know there's what I mean? times I say things to my mom. <coughs> For my mom was a regular ass Tuesday when she said this to me and then like, I don't know, 23 years later, like, todavía me acuerdo. Mm-hmm. And my mom's like, ¿Cómo te vas a acordar de eso? Yo no dije eso. And I'm like, because there's things that se te quedan. For whatever reason, you internalize those things. And they affect you. Well, they how affected you then. How you let them affect they, you yeah. back then is how they're going to influence you later on. So going back to like the healing and everything like that, like we have to really be intentional and considerate of other people and how we say things. Oh man, a lot of fucking yeah, a lot of a lot of uh, kid child. What else do you have? <laughs> have you dealt with any big traumas? And this is a deep question, and you don't have to answer if you don't feel like it. But I mean, you know, I was I knew that this was gonna come up because something in me. I, we were talking about being spiritual or whatever. I swear I'm a bruja, and I tell people all the time I'm a witch. Like I, but not I for real, for real, right? Uh-huh. Like I'm safe. <laughs> y'all are safe. Y'all are right. y'all are in the good list. I knew this was gonna come up because. Ahorita, como les mencioné, um, I watched a podcast con la muchacha. Con Paula. De, con Paula. Mad respect to her. Shout out, Paula. Mad respect to her because when I watched that, I really sat there and I was like, am I courageous enough to be as open and honest as she's being? And like, that's that question really like, I don't know, it did something to me. So when I was driving over here, I was like, Am I going to talk about this or am I not going to talk about this? Right? But I resonated with a lot of what she sat on his couch and said. Like, I felt it. Because I've been there. Cuando yo les estaba diciendo that abuse isn't just a stranger or anything like that. A veces son personas que son cercanas a la familia o a veces son familiares. It's because it's happened to me. When I was telling y'all, like, um... It rewires and like it really fucks you up because like some cosas que se te quedan, o sea, it's super common and like even it's not just something that happens to like women, but I've had these conversations with homies and they're like grown men and still they're like, yeah, like I was molested, I was raped, and it fucking sucks because it's like that shit is becoming super common and why the fuck is it becoming so common, you know? So yes, there's traumas and things that like I've had to deal with um like there's pictures of me as a child that I still to this day cannot look at because I remember like what I was feeling when that fucking camera went off and took that picture yo me acuerdo lo que yo estaba pensando lo que yo estaba sintiendo en ese momento so it's like and I was just talking to someone about this like it takes you back in time of like this was going on But I think right now, and like going to therapy and like healing and um, moving differently and being intentional about the way that I think and I talk to myself, I'm getting better. Because it's like, yo ya no soy esa niña, pero yo sé que esa niña estuviera bien orgullosa la persona que me estoy convirtiendo. It's not, I'm this woman now and that was that little girl. No, bro, we're one. And I really do feel like we go through certain trials and tribulations in life so that we can become a certain person para poder ayudar al prójimo. You know, sabes en qué manera? 
O tú puedes decir algo así súper simple. And you don't know how it's going to hit someone else that hears you say it. And it's going to resonate. I agree. I'm, and I'm you very know? sorry to hear that. I didn't expect that. To, no, you know, I'm sorry to good, hear that you've gone through something like that. I mean, it's okay. And um, and like you said, it's, it's become far too common because, I mean, we've only been doing podcasting for two years, going on three years. And how many people have sat on this couch and talked about, you know? Yeah. Stuff like this. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's a lot. And I feel like that's also why I'm super passionate about this topic because it's there's so many different aspects to it of, hey, like, this shit is for real. You know, and so I have insane trust issues. Anybody that knows me is going to tell you that I do. Yo no le tengo la confianza a nadie of just leaving my kids with just anybody. Sleepovers, absolutely not. We, we're not, not in this house. We don't do that shit. Si alguien quiere venir a la casa porque yo sé que nada va a pasar en mi hogar con los niños de nadie más, you know, they're going to be welcome. Son más que bienvenidos. Pero que yo deje a mis hijos ir a quedarse a la casa de los demás nomás porque sí, if I don't know that person like super well and even then like it's just not happening I'm sorry and I feel like it sucks for them because with kids like it's common for them hey I want to go to so and so's house or whatever tú no sabes quién va a llegar a esa casa you don't know like if the uncle grandpa tío or even a woman has a history or right. what intenciones now that did this happen within your family too like and I, like, do your family knows? Um, so, it was somebody really close to the family. Y it was something que por... For about four to five years. Like, it happened on, like, like several different occasions. To where, like, it numbed me. And me lo guardé. For, like, years. How old were you at that time? When it began, I want to say I was around 11. So you, yeah, you were able to. Yo ya sabía que lo que estaba pasando no estaba, yeah. no, o sea, no estaba bien. Pero te meten tanta cosa, tanta cizaña en la cabeza de que. Oh, you're going to hurt your mom. Si dices esto, or if like, siempre te dicen lo mismo. You like, know, like, como que te quieren asustar de que. Some like this wasn't said to me that like, algo le iba a pasar a my mom or anybody like close to the family, but it was like you're gonna disappoint them, you're gonna hurt them. Y cuando tú estás niños, lo último que quieres es dañar la persona que más quieres que en este momento pues era mi mamá, you know. So, um. So that's how you were able to like. Well, they they were able to convince you to not bring it I to just light. Keeping a hush, yeah. And so, ya cuando le dije a my mom, and she said I was going to bring this up, pero ya cuando le dije a my mom, like, it was just like, era un tormento. Did you get the support? Did yeah. she believe you? Yep. Because a lot of the families, sometimes they don't believe it. You know, they disagree. Yeah. Um, Gracias a Dios que mi mamá. Yeah, that is, that is good. Because I think she started, I'm sorry, she started, um, seeing like a change in me you know I'm losing my voice <laughs> you're good you're good <laughs> you're gonna have to edit this out <laughs> yeah we're working um well that's good that, that she had the support and that she believed you man you hear a lot of kids that come you know and bring the story to light and like yeah. they say like my mom didn't believe me my parents didn't believe me they thought I was lying you know mm -hmm. um I'm just very grateful that my mom did believe me because yo ya tenía años guardándome eso. So how 
how how long did you wait before even bringing it up? Um, after that and after it stopped, it would have been unos tres años más o menos. So it went from 11 to like 14, 15? The abuse happened from like the beginning when like, you know, puberty like begins on a woman. And I feel like that had a lot to do with it. From like 11 up until like 13, 14 años más o menos. Y esa persona se fue. Y después de eso, como que todo se me quedó. Pero dentro un cambio dentro de ti, you're like, dude, I, I was destructive as fuck. I'm just flat out going to be honest. I was self-destroying porque yo no, yo me sentía pues dañada. Yo no sabía, yo sabía que lo que estaba pasando no estaba bien. Pero how do you deal with an ongoing war within yourself cuando no puedes decirle nada a nadie? You're going to fuck yourself up. And that's what I was doing. Y ya cuando mi mamá empezó pues a notar de que algo no estaba bien, um, with like my behavior and my reactions, like, if a door would open, así de volada, like, I was already at the door, like, trying to shove it closed. And my mom was like, así como que, that's a hella quick reaction. Like, that's a trigger. Y ya, no, pues, porque estás así, eso que el otro. Y no, no, o sea, yo me aferré de que yo no voy a decir nada, no voy a decir nada, porque se me quedó. Yo no quiero dañar a mi mamá. Y en ese momento, as a mom, like, tú quieres saber lo que le está pasando a tu hijo, right? So when I finally told her it was just I mean obviously she was like destroyed because you don't ever want something like that to happen to your kid did that bring uh, you and your mom closer like yeah. did, is your bond really close with your mom my mom and I we're very much alike but we're very different so I can't say we're like two peas in a pod but it did bring us closer like um she was there for me, like, the whole time. She was supportive. Y ya logró comprender por qué estaba yo haciendo todo el desmadre que estaba haciendo within myself. Now, is this person locked up? Like, you mentioned that they left. They're dead. Oh, they damn. passed away. Se fueron. That's wild. Mm -hmm. I did not expect that answer. I thought you were going to be like, oh, they dipped to Mexico or, you know, No, they fueron to Mexico, pero oh, allá okay. The person's age while they were doing this? Like it's a dead giveaway if you know me. Um, okay, you don't have to. Yeah, yeah was, this is yeah. just questions that are, to me, like. Yeah, old enough to know that. For sure. It's This is a hard topic for me to also like try to engage and try to ask questions because like, I don't like talking about stuff like this. Mm -hmm. um, even when we had us to the homie David and Paula, it's like, I. I get very uneasy. I get, you know, it's just, just I don't like talking about it. So I apologize right now for, oh, for you know, not not being like no right now and asking like all the questions and whatnot. But um, I mean, I don't know if you want to keep going with this or. No, we could switch it. We could switch it up. I just felt like I asked you the question because mm -hmm. if I felt like you you give that aura like you've been through a lot, you know, like you you're dealing with a lot. So I I I figured I'd go for it, you know, and ask you yeah. the question of like, hey. Have you gone through a lot of trauma? Are you? How are you coping with that? What are you doing to? You know what I mean. That was that's the reason why I asked the question. Yeah, I think you just have to really like take it. You have to really like take things a day at a time, and that's why I keep repeating. Like back then, I would just do things to like cope for that moment. Where now I do things more intentionally to benefit me to be able to 
heal and cope long term. You know, como like, mm, going to therapy has really helped me a lot. Like being able to sit with myself and like really think about things and analyze certain situations. Even following your gut feeling is like super beneficial to you. Porque si tú dentro de ti sientes como que algo no está bien, es porque no está bien. You have that for a reason. Yeah, I believe that. The instinct, yeah. I believe that. 100%. Yeah. Instinct. Do I give you like a like an old soul type of like... Well, I mean, just the way you were talking about and the way you were invested into this conversation about, you know, children yeah. being molested and child trafficking and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, it, it just... Me nació preguntarte... Yeah. You know, genuinely, like, mm -hmm. are you know, did you deal with something like this, or are you dealing with something now? You know, yeah. um, just genuinely wanted to ask you that question. So, no, thankfully, I'm in a very good spot right now. <laughs> that's good. That's good to hear, and yes. I'm, I'm glad you're healing and and it's working. You know, that therapy's yeah. working. Um, I can't imagine, you know, something like that how it affects, you know, in the long term. You know what sí. I mean? Te afecta mucho, y I, there's things that like people don't really understand. Por eso, when I mention like. Um, even with like friendships or relationships like yo soy el tipo de persona de que if I'm not having a good day yo aunque seamos todos like super cool amigos yo me voy a alejar porque yo no quiero que like my emotions like to bring anybody else down I like to deal with my own things on my time on my own y ya me arrimo un poquito or like me acoplo más cuando yo esté bien you know and I feel like I was in a relationship where they were like, no, pero eso no está bien. Like, you have to keep me in the loop. And there's, everybody deals with things differently, pero it's like, yo soy así. People, not everybody likes to talk about everything right then and there, you know? Like, yeah. you're having a bad day. Like, this is lo último que quieres is to talk about it. You just want to, like, get through it, and then maybe you can revisit that conversation. But... And obviously the people who ask, I mean, they mean well, right? So they, yeah. they want to be there for you. And because yeah. uh, we do hear this all the time where it's like, where I could have asked, you know, I, I could have been there. Maybe all they needed to do was just talk. Mm -hmm. So you hear that a lot. Yeah. 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 You hear that a lot. I believe in giving kindness all the time. Porque, o sea, si ni siquiera fijarte a quien or anything about that person, I just be kind all around because you don't know. Who could be like right at the edge, and your kindness can be the thing that saves them. De que les dé un ánimo o un un alito de de echarle ganas a la vida y de continuar. Because if you're really going through it and you're down, and some person like continues to just like be bashful and hurtful and just like make you feel, o sea, no te va a dar ánimo. It's just gonna make you continue to feel like that. Yeah, we talk about um, depression and anxiety a lot here. Do you feel like you deal with stuff like that? Hell yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Both? Yeah. I have, I mean, I've been diagnosed with, with both and with, like, therapy. They were like, maybe it's best that, like, you get on something. Porque there's really good days and then there's days that gay. I'm just like, I really am not having it today. Okay. And it's okay to say, I'm really not having it today. You're human. You yeah. know? Um, but yeah, I used to take medication for it. Now I know that there are certain triggers like that will cause me to have a panic attack. Like I get overstimulated very easily now. And so I try to avoid like certain things or like some gentle. Like if there's like a lot of people around, like I get anxious like that. Social anxiety? Yeah. Yeah. 
So I try to deal things with, I try to deal with things more naturally now. Yeah, that's tough, man. That's tough. We talk about this stuff all the time on the yeah. podcast. I feel like it, it comes up a lot. Yeah, I mean, because like I also get anxiety. I also have social anxiety, yeah. and I do it. Like you said, you do have some good days, some bad days. Mm-hmm. Um, there's times where it's like I feel like months, like I fucking feel great, and then it'll be like two or three weeks of like I just feel like shit. Yeah. You know, I, I I'm just not with it, but we still got to record or anything like that. Well, you yeah, still got to do. About this all the time, yeah. yeah, we. I mean, you still got to do life, right? You still got to work. You still have to, you know, whatever. Do you feel like? With having anxiety and with having depression, you can kind of feel like the roller coaster's up, but you know it's gonna drop down a little bit. Like, do you feel like you get to a point where you're like, "I'm gonna get it"? I don't think I have depression. I think it's just anxiety for me. So I, I wouldn't know how depression really feels like. Mm-hmm. But for me, it's just more like these conversations that we're having right now that we we were having. Um, that definitely raises my anxiety, where I just feel very uncomfortable. And that's why I can't contribute to the questions and and whatnot because like I just I'm very uncomfortable mm-hmm. uh, meeting new people, uh, very uncomfortable for me. Yeah, you know, uh, which is like ironic because like of the pod we do meet a lot of new people and it's mm-hmm. like but that's why when we do have these pods and we do have new people it's like I'm like sweating bullets I'm over here like fuck like are we gonna am I gonna ask the right questions are we gonna you know whatever yeah. um. But yeah, the depression thing. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't know how that feels like. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think I have depression. Like, like, I don't feel down like that. Mm-hmm. Um, just from what I've heard of what depression it feels like, where it's like you don't want to do anything, you don't even want to shower, you don't want to like, you just want to be home. Yeah. From what I've read and from what I've heard, that's that's what people say. Mine is just like, I'm just very anxious. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I start moving, I start you know fidgeting. Yeah. Like, I just want to like escape. I guess that's the best word for it. Yeah. Yeah. Completely get it. Yeah. What about you? No, I say those no. <laughs> no, I don't have any of those. No. No. I mean, I feel like the stuff that I deal with is normal. Like the other day that I went to the party, con, con mi compañero, eran puros huevos, right? Mm-hmm. So it's my coworker, he or ex coworker. He invited me to a party, right? Yeah. At his sister's house. So we show up. We're the only Hispanics there. Um, we. I mean, they they have they're they're a different culture, so they're a little different, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't say I have social anxiety; it just felt awkward, you know. what I mean, like I, yeah, the room felt different, you know, and everybody was nice, but cuando vas a una fiesta de mexicanos, like everybody, ¿qué le traigo tomar? ¿Qué les, you know, yeah. hey, everybody, you know, mm-hmm. for the most part, it's rare que vayas a una fiesta de hispanos y and not everybody's kind of welcoming, like. What's yeah. up? Where are you from? Oh, whatever. Guess almost. <laughs> yeah. So, um, my wife's like, "Well, you seem fine. You know, you seem like you were doing." I'm like, "Yeah, but what am I gonna do? You know, like it's not like I'm yeah. gonna be like shaking in a corner. You know, I'm just. It was just different. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But I feel like that's just normal. I can't call it anxiety. I think it's just yeah. normal awkwardness of being in a new place, new people that I you don't that. know. Yeah. Their culture is very different. Más secos un poco, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I told my wife when we left, yeah, she estaba awkward, you know, but but it's all good. Pues de todos modos, I'm a social butterfly as it is. So, I mean, <laughs> I mean, no more, you know, yeah, like, no tengo miedo de hablar. Mm-hmm. Well, and we know that, you know what I mean? Say, like, um, I get social anxiety, but anybody that really knows me down to a T, they're gonna be like, that's the cabron is very social. Like, how are you gonna be very social and have social anxiety? My thing is, okay, like he said, if I don't know people, and like, it's a very, very large group. 
como que I'm like, okay, am I going to make it through? Like, how do I do it? Because perception of me is super important, you know? Like, with your cousin, for example, cuando los conocí a todos, y todos, we were, like, in the house, like, they have a really big family, you know? And everybody's super loving and super kind, and, like, um, everybody was, like, like, I was greeting everybody, but it was to a point that, like, I, like I said, I get overstimulated easily, and, like, I just didn't know what to do with myself, you know? And I felt like it was kicking in. And that's what I would explain to your cousin. I was like, I love your family, but I just don't know like how to deal with myself in this moment. Because it's a it's lot. Real, it's a lot. It's a lot. And there's a lot of them. Eran, eran muchos. And there was just like a lot of like noise and everything. And every like we're all a really loud family too. So I enjoyed the company, but I just got to a point that I was like, okay, I need to like step away for like even just a minute. You know, with relationships, that's what I'm saying. O sea, so le tienes que dar it's not anything against you. It's not anything personal. It's just it's it's me, and I'm dealing with me. Do you feel like you fall? And this will probably be the last question about you, what? per se. Pero <laughs> do you feel like you've pulled away from the self destruction, or you feel like when you fall into these uh, downs of depression or anxiety or whatever, mm -hmm. do you feel like you're still going to these self destructive um, modes? No. No. So the therapy's definitely been helpful. Yes. Yeah. Also because I work a lot too, so I'm like if I'm like self destroying and like I'm just like not taking care of myself or Mr. Invin and Cerebro with like bullshit and like just thinking negative, like what am I gonna get out of that? You mm. know? I feel like it's really easy to do that too. Like to like, you know, and yeah, then another cerebro is a good is. way to put it. You it know is. what I mean? Yeah. Like you really got to fight hard to not do that because it's so it's out there. You know, we're yeah. on social media all day. You have you know, to like, control and be very intentional about like what you're consuming again. Like so if you're looking at Instagram, ¿qué vas a estar haciendo? you're going to be looking at all this like uh, se dicen? influencers Influencer. and like their life and comparing it to yours or I could be doing this or that. I'm not going to say so focus on you. Y cómo superarte tú and how to make yourself better primero antes que nada. How did you um the way you phrased it like perception is a it means a lot to you what it, uh, why is that uh -huh. why do you feel that way because I feel like I'm a very soy muy comunicativa right and so with the perception I feel like they go hand in hand por qué because yo puedo pensar something about algo in a certain way and I can perceive a certain situation this way pero the other person might not perceive it like that or think about it like that. So, like, where I might think there's an issue, for another person, it's like, well, there's really no issue So, with you that. were not saying just about yourself, like, how they view you. Right. It's just all around. In perception. general. Okay. All right. Wanted to make sure. I was like, oh, where did that come from? Why did that, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. For sure. We're going to wrap this up. Though. Yeah, yeah. We yeah, we're already, yeah, we're already there. So... Can we end on a positive note or yeah, something like something happy? Okay. What makes me happy? Food. All right. So now that you're here in Chicago, are you uh, looking forward to try anything? Have you tried anything or? I don't know. That's what I was going to tell you guys. Like, what do you guys recommend? Like, what's something that you're like, you cannot leave without trying? Do you got to try? Uh, man, bro. I want to say Saka Tacos, bro. Damn, this fool. You're going to be in <laughs> Chicago, downtown yes. Chicago? Yeah. I got a hotel by the pier. Okay, well, mm. yeah, what is out by the pier, bro? You're the one that's out there like that. I mean, it's like, cause it's gonna be like tourist stuff, right? So like your Giordano's, your you know stuff like that. Uh, I, w I was gonna say like Maxwell's, but no, you don't want to go to Maxwell's by yourself. No. <laughs> um. Damn. I, I, 
Mm. Well, she's got to drive through the more ghetto area, too. So tacos, anywhere tacos. What do you like? I guess that's what yeah, we should be asking. Is, what do you like? like? I'm up for anything. So there's deep dish pizza, pizza if you like pizza. Giordano's and Giordano's, stuff. Luminati's, um, Gino's, not... e- Gino's East. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those, those are the three big ones, no? Giordano's right, right. I mean, pull it, to me, like they're more touristy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like people come here like, oh, Giordano's. But, but everybody like... wants to try the deep dish. Pues, that's what I'm saying. Esa like, buena. But it's not like Chicago staple pizza, you know? No? No. Damn, dude. I'm not a Chicagoan, though, like, official, you know? Yeah. I wasn't born here, so. Yeah. Were you born here? Yeah. Yeah? yeah. Okay. He's yeah. from Chicago, for real. And tacos, pues, if you're going to say tacos at any at 26th Street? At not any. At Totonilco, for her, at sure. At Totonilco. But right now, the, the GDs and the Kings are at war, so, you know. That's probably not a good idea to go there, <laughs> then. Yeah, dude, I forgot about that. Oh, SD's my bad. Shit. They hit me leg, wait. <laughs> That's the wrong way. Um, uh, there's a lot. What, what about that birreria place that you were talking about? Didn't Chingonas talk about it, too? Where's that one at? Oh, for Tacotlan? Yeah. Tacotlan, that's in the north side. That's a little bit safer. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Tacotlan, Tacotlan, if you like birria. That, oh, yeah, yeah. We're trying to think. Um, <laughs> with me, like, Tacotlan. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think because that Ocotlan birria we went to, that's also on 26. That was pretty but good. But the gangs are at okay. war right now. Yeah, so yeah, yeah they're, good, they're fighting right now. It's so. not a good time to go there. I'd be like, excuse me, can I get through, yeah, I'm sure they'll let you through, <laughs> but they're still going to shoot. Oh. At yeah. each other, obviously. Duck and run. Yeah. Duck and run. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, that's pretty much it. But you're gonna be by the pier, and you're gonna buy, be by all the tourist stuff. So, okay, your Donald's pizzas. I don't yeah. think you'll fail. I like it. It's alright. Yeah, I like right. it. If you like deep dish, if you like a lot of cheese, there's definitely a lot oh of my cheese. Gosh, I love cheese. Yeah, so always like the cheese is like. Yeah, so yeah, I I don't know. If you have not eaten it before, I would try it. Okay. This guy's not a big fan, but I like it. It's not like. It says touristy. You know? Give me a pizza place that's not touristy, though. That You're like, that's way better. <laughs> oh, man, bro. So when we used to live um, close to 26th Street by, by, on Marshall Boulevard, there was this pizza joint. And I say there was because uh, someone bought it out and they changed the recipe. Del Campo, fire. Fire. Some of the best pizza. Yeah. Um, okay, so, yeah, there is some. Yeah. Nardi's and Addison was good, too. Nardi's is decent. Nardi's is decent, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, would, you're gonna be way too far from anything. From like all so the, you're gonna yeah, be yeah. by all the touristy stuff. Okay. But Giordano's, if you're going for pizza, I would say go Giordano's. I like it more than Luminati's and Gino's East. Portillo's. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, try That's Portillo's. That's easy and okay. it's cheap. Y'all are both agreeing on that one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do, have you had Portillo's or no? Mm-mm. Yeah. If you haven't had Portillo's, go you're gonna yeah go go to that instead of yeah. Okay. They got beefs, burgers, um, hot dogs. Fries, cheese fries, get cheese fries for sure. Mm-hmm. That's tough, perro. You're not gonna fail with that one. I think yeah. no. we're guiding you in the right direction. Good okay. thinking, bro. Okay. That's a good one. Yeah. Thanks for the one. tip, guys. Yep. Comment below if you guys uh, have any spots, pizza spots. I, I want to try some pizza spots, bro. Pizza spots? Yeah. yeah I'm down. I'm down for some pizza spots. Yeah. Oh, you know what? There's that one spot that, uh, no, it's not a pizza spot, though. But I want to go try it out. Uh, El Sur or whatever. Oh, it's on 26th Street. Oh, we might get shot. Yeah. No, never mind. We're we ain't trying to get shot. Yeah, we ain't trying to get shot. All right. Um, thank you again for coming out, doing your 10-hour trip all the way out here. We really appreciate it. Hopefully, you had a good time yeah. here on yeah. the pod. I really did. Thank you for coming Do you out. have any shout-outs or anything like that? Oh, go ahead. Just thanks for allowing me, guys, into your space. Awesome. Hey. It's very comfortable and cozy. Very welcoming, too. Thank, thank you. you. Thank, thank you. you. We appreciate you. you messaging us. 
um, and for opening up and sharing as well, doing the drive, that's that's <laughs> hard too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we appreciate you coming and I'm glad that you came and, and you. shared with us for sure. Means a lot. Thank you. All right, so this is it. It's Compass Unfiltered. Thank you guys for listening and for watching. Nos vemos para la otra. Peace. Deuces.